to our podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss our latest insights into productivity and all the fancy buzzwords. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Yasin. I'm Elias, and let's dive right into this week's episode's topic. And man, we're joined by an awesome guest. He's called Dennis. He's a good buddy of mine, a legend in physics. He already wrote two books, and... Part of the reason why he's here is also those two books and because he is a Jew. Well, that sounded a bit, <laughs> yeah, that sounded a bit off, but so much for improvised intros, man. How are you doing? Yes, so uh, thanks for welcoming me uh, here and also welcome to the listeners from me. And yes, I'm doing very good so far. <laughs> nice to have you, man. And yeah, we'll be talking a bit about, let's say, yeah, your your religion, um, the books you wrote about it, although we don't want to make that the main topic. Um, and yeah, it's just awesome to have you here, I guess. And let's, let's dive right into it, I guess, with... I don't know, Yasin, you want to, you want to ask the first question? I mean... Ah, uh, let's see. The thing is, we only have like really tough questions i don't think yes. we have any small talk questions yes. um let's see hmm okay let, let's start with an easy one how would you say that judaism and the religion plus the culture is a big part of your identity and if so why um so Yes, first of all, for to answer this question, I have you to tell my the story of my family. So we are... Um, <laughs> we are starting right at the beginning, man. Yeah. <laughs> the Big Bang, right? <laughs> yeah, so the Big Bang, yes. <laughs> and after that we went to Israel, but no. I want to tell you just that um, my family is from Russia, so um, from St. Petersburg mainly. And... Um, my mother is not Jewish. My mother is, um, yes, uh, Russian, half Russian, half Ukrainian. Um, my father is Jewish. My father's family is from, originally from the Ukraine, where um, there was, uh, before the war, a big Jewish population there. And um, after Germany announced, after the um, breakdown of the Soviet Union, that um, Jews can come to Germany. My family moved here, so yeah, since then we're here. And um, yes, so in the Soviet Union, it was very hard to um, like have an identity at all. So the the state tried that everybody has the same Soviet identity, and religious uh, religious people were not uh, like. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, not, um, they didn't like, the government didn't like religious people because, I mean, the ideology, a big part of the ideology was also atheism. Um, so for many Jews who moved here to Germany, the Jewish identity wasn't there or was just very, very small. So my father, until today, um, doesn't really consider consider himself Jewish, even if he is Jewish per definition. But um, yeah, so the the most the most Jewish people who live in Germany uh, have the same story as I have. So the the parents are not 
really into this culture and even if they are just just a little bit they know li very little about Judaism and um, the and my generation like starts to starts to ask who we are from um, so where we come from and what what is um, our religion what is our culture what is our people and I think um, that's really new in the yeah, in the history of the Soviet Jews now. Um, so I would say, yes, Judaism is a big part of my identity. Um, it's I'm also as big as, as I would uh, say that I'm Russian because I speak Russian since I was born. And yeah, I was also raised more in the Russian culture than the Jewish culture. But, but yeah, I would say it's a big part. Yeah. So you'd say you didn't learn that much about Judaism from your parents and you had to get into it yourself a bit more? Yes, yes. Um, how, so how do you go about that? How do you go about <laughs> it? So, um, yeah. you know, there is a thing called in the world, it's anti-Semitism. Yeah? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> when I was at school, um, yeah, I mean, like, my, my class, it was uh, 30 people and I don't remember... Um, 14 or 60 one of uh, 16 one of the two numbers uh, of people were were like had a um, migration background so were not originally from germany which in berlin is not uncommon um and yeah it was no problem it was normal like i said and so i also told yeah so i'm russian i have also jewish background and after that uh, there was like really uh, bullying so it started slowly yes <laughs> he's jewish <laughs> like Heil hitler or something like that oh, but <laughs> but after that it's uh, it wasn't mm -hmm. funny anymore so yeah it was a very hard time it, and it lasted like for two years or something like that and um yeah and after that i i just Began to interest myself, like why why are they reacting like that? So this can't just be normal. And yeah, I wanted to yeah learn Hebrew. Wanted to to see what what is the culture. What so what why is there anti-Semitism? And yeah, slowly got into this culture. And I think that's um, so. Yeah, so the main reason for it is that there were anti-Semites, so the the anti-Semites like reached the opposite of it what they what they wanted to reach. It's very interesting. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Yeah, that's that, that's really interesting. And what I'm wondering as you speak is how open was your father, especially your father, to talk to you about Judaism. I mean, you had questions. You wanted to know what's our identity. Um, what's our history? Was your father open to talk about that, or was it like a taboo topic? Um, so, <clears throat> my father, yes, he he was open to talk about it. So when when I said when I mean my so my, my father and my mother they live like separate. So I was raised um, at my mother's home. My father lives in Mainz now, which which is very far away from Berlin, and. Once a month, I visited him, and yes, I told him that yeah, I have some problems in school uh, because I'm Jewish, 
and he said, yeah, I should have told you earlier that it's not a thing you say normally because, yeah, you can quickly get problems. Um, and then, yeah, he, he told me a little bit about the history of our family and stuff like that. But, I mean, he he can't give me, like, a big insight into it because um, he wasn't raised Jewish also. So, yeah, he, the family, yeah, we are Jewish, like, uh, but it's not, it's not a big deal. It wasn't a big deal in the Soviet Union. So, um, so yeah, it's basically not much that he told me. Right. Man. Sounds like you, sounds like you had a hard time back then, like in school already. How, how would you say it's nowadays? Like... How, how do you go about it? Are you hiding your identity <laughs> in that sense? Or um, um, depends, do you depends. still get so, negative comments? Um, how is it in Germany nowadays? That, that, those are several questions you can answer them. Okay. So first of, first of all, if I hide my identity, it, it really depends. So, I mean, if, if, I'm, if I'm in Neukölln, it's a, yeah, it's a, um, uh, how do you say district in Berlin where many Arabs Muslims live I don't uh, shout uh, hey I'm Jewish or something like that and also also I <laughs> yes. mean I have I have an um, Arabic class now which is online and I mean I don't sit here with my Israel flag in the in the uh, in the back of the room because I don't know how oh you take it off well, yeah. no I don't take it off I just uh, yeah, turn the, the computer, you know, mm-hmm. um, but, um, but yeah, but usually if, if, if like with, I would say ethnical Germans or European people, um, yes, I'm like more chilled now, so to say, because, mm. because yeah, I mean, it could happen that someone, someone says, um, someone starts an inappropriate discussion with me, but then I can, I can still explain because the most people, I wouldn't say, even if they are anti-Semitic and have like dumb stuff, stuff in their head, but I mean, if <laughs> they, they are not, it's, it's mainly not because they are like, oh yeah, Jews are, are the, the very evil or something like that. It's just that don't know much about it and heard some rumors and then I can explain to them that, hey, look, I'm a Jew and it's very normal to be a Jew. I'm like you, so so to say. But, um, yeah, but I mean, especially in the, in the Muslim world, world um, yes, it is a big problem that, that there many people have this anti- anti-Semitic na- narratives that are very deep. And if they are very deep, if they really believe in in the system so there so there are anti-semites which think that the whole so the whole picture of the world is based on on their opinion that jews are the evil and with such people i don't want to have a discussion because it's pointless yeah Hmm. Yeah, maybe some of the listeners out there, they don't know where um, those bad feelings are coming from. Can you go just a bit into why Muslims would think that way? Um, okay, I, I, can, I can try. So um, in, the, in, the, the, in the Second World War, there, there was... A, um, so, no, before the Second World War, 
Um, <laughs> sorry for, for the system. <laughs> Starting lesson. again, at, right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but, but I think it's important yeah. to understand it. Yeah. That um, before the, the Second World War, there um, was, yeah, there was anti-Semitism in Arabic, uh, in the Arabic regions and Muslim countries. Yeah, there was, but it was not such a big problem as it is nowadays. So it was like, yeah, okay, Jews, um, Jews have to pay more taxes like Christians also did, but it was not specially about Jews. Jews were like accepted, even even when the when the Sephardic Jews were expelled out of Spain from the Inquisition, um, the Osmanic Empire told, hey, you can you can come and live here in the Osmanic Empire, and they they had rights, they had a normal life, but. Um, after yeah but but the the nazis they fought also a war which is often forgotten about in the middle east so in north africa in um, also in, in what what is called palestine and also in iran and um to have the the um yeah the the population which was there on their side they had uh, several radio stations which were sending like yeah islamic religious um islamic religion mixed up with nazi propaganda and also mixed up with anti-semitism um and yeah and there were many listeners because uh, the people they were very religious and they liked like the religious things about it and they were also against the british so and the nazis were also against the british so they liked also that and um yeah but but they also accepted this anti-semitic ideology which was sent sent there and the nazis also supported those groups so these groups got big and yeah and that's why we have this problem now and yeah that's that's mainly the reason and uh, of course then this this whole um anti-semitism was projected against israel so um with with the narrative that uh israel israel is the only problem for is the only cause for the problems in the middle east and yeah that's the main the main uh, reason for it i guess it's important to say that israel was founded right around the after the yeah, second yeah. world war right three years and the end, yes. yeah <laughs> lots of conflicts still going on there nowadays which we hear about in, in the news yeah all right um there are let, let's keep it a bit theoretical still for now and then let's get back to personal stuff there are i, I remember you told me there are kind of three things that you should not do because they are anti-semitic like yeah, um take, right. yeah I, I think you know what i mean <laughs> go dive right into it mm -hmm. um so yeah this three things is called the 3d formula it is a uh, um yeah it is uh, like a pocket formula to remember what if 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 you have a case where you're not sure okay um, which is which is of course related to Israel somehow, and you don't know. Okay, is it like uh, criticizing only the politics or some stuff a politician does, or is it really anti-Semitic? Um, then you have this pocket formula, which is not always right, but it tells you that if in this statement somebody delegitimizes, demonizes, 
or use double standards on Israel, then it is anti-Semitic. Yeah. Do you have an example? Yeah. So, uh, for example, if um, for example, yeah, for example, where, yeah, I, there is a word um, called Israel critique in German. It mm -hmm. means like criticism of Israel, but in one word. So yeah. um, <laughs> typical German long words, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you would think that it's a typical German long word, but if you look up in the in the dictionary, in the official dictionary, which is called the Duden, um, mm. what what similar words do you have? Do you have like uh, criticism of Spain? Do you have criticism of France? You won't find anything, and this is double mm -hmm. standards. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Man, so much about the, the theory, I guess. Um, how that, let's let's get back to a bit more personal um, stuff, I guess. Um, how 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 deeply are you? I, I mean, okay, there is still another theoretical aspect we might want to get into, but you also once told me that. The religion, Judaism, is different from the culture. And where do you where do you see yourself? Well, like like the <laughs> maybe I've formulated it wrong, but um, where where do you see yourself? How deeply are you practicing the religion? Okay, so um, so first of all, yeah. um, okay, so um, the thing is, you can't really separate between religion and culture. Because um, in the time when like Judaism was invented, which is like 4,000 years ago, there wasn't such a thing called religion. There, was, there wasn't also such a thing called culture. Because those, those terms were made by humans and the, yeah, by, by Greek philosophers, and which yeah, didn't live in, at that time. So there wasn't, um, there wasn't something called religion. So, um, yeah, and that's why, why it is very different. So, I mean, if you, if, you have, if you have a belief system, like in Christianity or Islam, and you say, okay, um, you, ju you just say, okay, I believe, in, I believe in Jesus or I believe in Muhammad, then you are Christian or Muslim. If you say, I believe in, like, the, the Jewish God, then you're not a Jew because, because you, you, are not, you were not born as a Jew. You're not part of Am Israel, the the Jewish people, and um, but also, if if you say as a Jew, if you say I don't I don't uh, believe in God, I don't believe in the Torah, which is like the Jewish Bible, um, I don't believe in anything of it. It doesn't make you less Jewish than a Jew who like um, every day prays to God. It is uh, a very Judaism. Is a very specific thing. It's like the the whole lifestyle of of the of the of the people of Israel, which they took with them when they were expelled by the Romans two thousand years ago from um, from Eretz Israel, from uh, the the land where where they lived, which is now Israel. Um, yeah. So it is not very a religion. I wouldn't say it is a religion. Jews in first of all are in people are like in people and the religion yeah of course you, you it has elements of it 
Um, so, and the second question was where, where I personally see myself. So, yeah, I am also not, not re very religious. So, yes, of course, I, um, I like, like to celebrate the holidays and yeah, it's very nice to, to like to go to the synagogue and sing with, with all the, the other people there and st stuff like that. But I mean, I don't really believe in God. Um, I'm like an agnostic. Yeah. And you're a physicist. Yeah, I'm a physicist. Yeah, right. You believe <laughs> in equations, the, first man. of all, yes, first of all, I'm a physicist. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and, um, yeah, but, but also I, um, I try to follow some customs some traditions because i think it is it is important that we we keep the traditions because in my family they were like nearly lost those traditions and i think it's very important that also um me and also my my children um will uh, in the future have um, the opportunity to celebrate the holidays to like follow the customs to to remember that we are um part of an ancient people um, and I think it was worth to preserve this culture. Yeah. Right. It's very interesting. So you're you saying basically that culture, uh, from your point of view, is way more important than the religious parts. All right. Then my next question would be, and it might be a bit provocative, but I'm really curious what your perspective on that is. I, what I hear is that you're very patriotic in a way. You're very proud of your people and proud of your history and all of that, which is good. But do you feel like there are also some tendencies uh, in the culture, some patriotic tendencies that could be dangerous, that might be going too far? Um, okay, so first of all, I have to think about this question because it's, it's a very good question because I didn't hear the question earlier. Um, so... I would think in my, so the people I socialize with, the people I know, no, I wouldn't say because, because all the people I know, um, they say like, okay, even, even, I mean, the, their hardliners, as you would call them, maybe the, the really patriots, they say, okay, like, um, I, I want to live in Israel and, uh, like I, I want to go to the army, but it's not like, um, I mean, okay. In, in Russia, so just just to to make an example so you can compare and mm. and so i i know i know people in russia who say yeah i mean russians russians are the best in the world and russia is the the, the best country in the world on on all other countries are bad and like we have to restore the soviet union and like uh, blow blow away america stuff like that no this this is yes this is a dangerous <laughs> This is what I mean by a dangerous patriotic uh, way of thinking. Okay, so in in Israel you don't have this. So first of all, because Judaism is not um, an aggressive culture. So starting with that, uh, Jews don't um, try to get people um, to convert to their religion. It's not about that. So there isn't something like that. Even if you want to convert, it's very hard. It's a three-year process, which like takes you very, very long, and it's very hard to complete. Um, 
so um yeah so even even the people who just started with even the people who are very patriotic say yes i want to go like to israel to go to the army to go um they yeah, serve there and defend uh, like my homeland but but they are not saying uh yes we we want to to establish um i don't know um a greater israel in the whole middle east and i don't know kill the arabs no nobody says it because nobody thinks so there the yes of course there are like extremist tendencies from the right in israel but they're a very small group and they just don't even are in the parliament so yes mm-hmm. interesting what are right. what are your connections to or Yasin, do you want to go ahead your go connections no, i think yeah. i think that's no. an interesting follow-up <laughs> yeah what, what are your connections to to israel what how do you feel about the country um yeah doesn't even have to be polit polit political yeah <laughs> or do you do you back up um maybe we can also make it polit politic political man what's wrong um um do you do you back up uh, their decisions or yeah so um i mean first of all you can answer my question by looking at the screen because i have a flag on israel of israel yes. behind me um <laughs> but which in a podcast that's not very visible right yeah of course yeah <laughs> okay but um now you know that i have a flag of israel okay um but um <laughs> I would say Israel, uh, yes, it's very important to the Jewish people. So I will start like uh, generally, theoretically, and then yes. go to, to, to my case. So we, far, we already know that you like theory, especially <laughs> theoretical <laughs> physics, right? Yeah, that, that's right, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, so in the theory uh, for, for the Jewish people, um, Israel is a very very um yeah it's very they have a very strong connection because um um from from the beginning like um according to the to the torah to the jewish bible the um so the the jewish people they descend from abraham and god said to abraham that um he has to go to to this land and live there so to to this chosen land so to say and it it reoccurs in the whole bible so after so the when the when the jews were in egypt um also um moses uh, led them with the help of uh, of god to to israel because it was like um it was like the um, the place where they had to live where they wanted to live and um yeah and also when when the jews were expelled from from israel 2000 years ago um in the whole tradition so every, every there's a morning prayer where you where you say um yes uh where you pray that uh one day we will return to our homeland and it was in the whole 2000 years this was not forgotten about where we come from um so it is very very important and also there were um like so the the establishment of modern israel began with like zionistic movements zionist just means um, a movement which wants to establish a jewish state and there were like some um propositions for where this country could be and they were like in siberia in madagascar in argentina but but all of them were rejected because 
because this connection to to our homeland and yeah so so my um personal um, bonding is also very high because i mean it's the it's the a jewish state which defends all jews in the all jews in the world so i mean even um I mean, yes, of course, you could say, yeah, how does it depend? I mean, I live here in Germany, but even the fact that it exists. So, um, I mean, if it wouldn't exist, how would um, how would you tell if there wouldn't be like a second Holocaust? I mean, if if nowadays a country starts systematically uh, like, um, um, I don't know, um, cutting the, the rights of the Jews, Israel would react. And Israel would react very sharp, and I think um, this, yeah, only this fact makes um, like a huge bonding between me, between the Jewish people around the world, and Israel. And also, yeah, I mean, also beyond this uh, political, uh, uh, like cultural, ideological stuff, I like to be in Israel. I yeah. I travel there sometimes, and it's also nice, very nice people. Um, very very nice country also for holidays so yeah yeah <laughs> very nice right. and yeah um i think as far as you told me israel also like accepts every jew that wants to come there right you right. even get sponsored trips as far as i yes, yes, know to there, go there yeah, right there's a trip which every jew yeah. can take once in a lifetime yeah mm. and you also um i i don't know whether you want me to say that now, but I'll just do. Um, and you also said you wanted to, to maybe join the army there, right? You also even trained for joining yes, the army um, there a few years ago. Yes, I, I wanted to do it. And um, maybe maybe I will do it also um, after after studies. So I don't know, but it's like, it, it would be nice because I think that, um, I mean, Israel is um, defending the Jewish people around the world. And I mean, Israel is our real home because I can say, yeah, of course, um, like, yeah, I mean, okay, in my case, it's a little bit complicated because my mother is not Jewish. My mother is really Russian. But I mean, if, if there is if there is a Jew like who, who lived in, in Germany, yes, and is but is really Jewish and is not uh, per definition German, um, he would say, yeah, I'm from Germany, but... Um, and I'm German, okay, could be, but but if anti-Semitism comes, if um, there there are people who are trying to to cut your rights, like who are trying to to tell you that you are in, like inferior or something like that, then all you will always come back to a Jewish identity. And I think this this is what shows who we really are. We are really an ancient people. We are people who were descendants of the ancient Israelites and um, yeah and I think uh, just by definition we it it is nice to have a homeland and it is worth defending it yeah. very nice now now you um, I think if I remember correctly at the age of 13 at, at and at the age of 15 you wrote uh, books yeah, for one uh, 14, 14 even, man. Uh, one about the Middle East conflict, right? Yeah, the first one. And yes. the first one and the second one. I don't remember that one. Maybe you can enlighten us there uh, quickly. Yeah, the, the, so the first one was called just uh, One One Israel and has the subtitle Why the 
two-state solution isn't a solution, in my opinion, of course. I mm-hmm. also accept other opinions. I'm always open for that. Um, but the the second book is like, it's called Am Yisrael Chai. It's uh, Hebrew for like the Jewish people live. It's like a formula which is used mm-hmm. very widely. Um, and it is about like uh, f- more philosophical about... Um, like what what are the challenges of the Jewish people in the 21st century um, yeah. and yeah also a little bit sociology yeah. right. man first of all yeah okay yeah, let so me, you take let over, me actually, you take over. <laughs> I, I'm taking over now let me actually ask so the first book was when you were 14 right and the second when you were 15 uh, no the second when I was 17 ah 17 okay 14 and 17 what goes through the head of Dennis at 14 that t- <laughs> tells him to write a book? Um, well, as I told, I had some problems in school and I saw that, um, I mean, I was also at since the age of, I think, 12 or something like that, I was really interested in politics and interested in like uh, news and what's going on in the world and yeah, stuff like that, and um, yeah, and I saw also in the in the media that it was very biased against Israel. So I mean, the media has to be really biased against Israel that a twelve-year-old can see this. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, is, yeah. sadly, it is the case. And um, yes, and I saw it, and um, I saw also that um, for for the modern anti-semitism mainly the 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 so-called criticism of israel not not the criticism of israel i mean criticism of israel is okay it's i have no problem if someone criticizes uh, israel like the israeli politics or something else but um the like the the um hiding of anti-semitism behind the criticism of israel that that was the the big problem, which was also um, often spread out by the media, and I decided to like give um, a different point of view on the topic by writing this book that people can see. Okay, there are also other p- opinions that um, that not everyone thinks like um, yeah the the main media in Germany, and that um, one maybe has to like inform oneself and read more about this topic to really get information which is true and which has value right okay it's you touched upon an interesting point which was you saw that the media was kind of hiding anti-semitism sometimes as criticism of yes, Israel uh, and not, of Judaism. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't want to make a statement if the media is really anti-Semitic because I don't know. I don't know those people. I didn't talk to the journalists. But all that I've seen that um, some narratives which were originally from, yeah, like from um, um, anti-Semites were used in the media and spread through the media. And this is very dangerous because. I mean, the most people read media, read newspapers, and they are also consuming those narratives. And also that, um, like, uh, the the headlines are often like, uh, recently, I can 
tell you even an example. Recently, yes, um, please. Yeah, was, that's what um, I also wanted to ask. <laughs> there was <laughs> you have an, an example. Um, at yes, I have an example. Recently, there was a um, terror attack in the the old town of Jerusalem where um, a Palestinian um, like terrorist, um, yeah, Islamist, killed um, killed some people, killed civilians, and. Um, in response of that, the, the the terrorist was of course neutralized, which is very normal, which is also happening here in Germany, and which is only right that a state uh, defends its own people from from a dangerous terrorist. And like the the um, the um, headlines in Germany were um, Israel kills Palestinian. I mean, just I thought, just what what the fuck? I mean, if if a, if a terrorist makes an attack in France or Germany, the headline wouldn't be um, ge- um, ge- German police uh, kills, uh, kills I don't know, an Arabic migrant or something like that. It's, it's not possible to imagine. But these this biases are happening every day um, in, uh, in the media when, when the topic is Israel. No. And that was German media? That was German media, yes. I like... The more quality media or tabloid newspapers? Or? <laughs> uh, I think I think I think that it was. Um, I don't know if I'm right, but I think it was uh, also the the Zeit and Tagesspiegel which oh, wrote well. it, which is right, not okay. which is not like the low quality media. So mm. yeah. right. Okay, that, that that's interesting, but again, a bit provocative. But I think these days it's very hard to find media channels that are not biased towards their own interests. Do you feel like Israel media approaches it differently or is there also a bias you you see? Uh, you mean the, the Israeli media? Yes. Israel? Um, no, because in Israel you have, you have a really wide range of media. So you have like a very leftist media which, which says... Uh, it is very bad that I don't know we have the the wall between like uh, core Israel and the so-called um, Palestinian territories, and uh, we we should like uh, give m- more rights to the Palestinians, and uh, which are criticizing the um, the like government very often, um, which is also good that it is there, even if it is not um, necessary in my opinion, but I think it is very important for a country, for media, to have different opinions, that people can read those different opinions and make up their own opinion. And, yeah, and also they're um, more like right, uh, more like conservative media, um, which, uh, yeah, which say that, um, that like, yeah, we, we need the wall in order to prevent, uh, yeah, terrorist attacks from happening and, yeah, stuff like that. And um, in, yeah, and the problem is, if, if in Germany there, there would be like some media who writes, oh no, Israel is like uh, doing bad stuff in, in the Palestinian territories, and some would say, oh no, Israel does this stuff to defend itself, it would be all right. I mean, I have no problem with that. But the problem is that every media not only, not only says we don't like it, what the Israeli politics is doing there, but also tells like anti-Semitic narratives, and um, there there are like uh, really anti-Semitic articles where you really see. I mean, I I have taken courses for for like um, 
to prevent anti-Semitism from, from happening. I, I know what those narratives are and where in the in the history they was used and they're like like articles where where you you just think no that that can't be can't be like true that can't be in Germany but because this is just just this whole there are articles which is just listing those anti-Semitic narratives and it's like uh, yeah it's like I'm I'm not in the 21st century. <laughs> well, all right. Um, one follow-up question. Um, what I notice is um, when you talk about um, oh man, I don't know how to phrase that without offending you now because you used that wording. But um, you 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 talked about the so-called Palestinian territories. Yeah, yeah. Is there a reason behind that? Yeah, because the, like you use that term often, like the past few yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's said on purpose because I yeah. I mainly don't when I'm like talking to to people I know I don't use the words like Palestine or territories mm. or stuff like that because um, Palestine is a concept which was invented very late. It was invented um, by the by the British. Um, which called called their land, their the land of Palestine, which in the in the Osmanic Empire Empire the the land was uh, called I, I think it was the the region of Jerusalem. Later it was called Syria, which are all like ancient um, ancient terms. But uh, the word Palestine was invented by the British, and also until um, until the British mandate there, which was given by the um, it's Völkerbund, Völkerbund in German. In German, I don't know mm -hmm. how it is in English, but it's like the UN yeah. of, like before the Second World War. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, before the the British were there, there there were no people who would consider themselves Palest Palestinians. And even mm -hmm. when the British were there, there wasn't such a thing. Even when Israel was established, the people would not um, like have in mind to call themselves Palestinians. They were like Arabs, they were Muslims, they were part of a like of a specific clan, um, but not Palestinians. And this is a very new concept, which was also created by the um, by the Palestinian Authority to like um, yeah to 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 um, for propaganda reasons to export it to the West and say like here is a nation which is. Um, oppressed in their eyes by uh, by Israel, and to help like um, yeah to gain um, help from from the Western countries. Yeah, that's why I don't use this term normally. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, another follow-up question to the second book you wrote. You said it was about the problems um, Jewish people face nowadays. And we talked a lot about anti-Semitism the past few um, minutes, past few hour even, um, almost hour. Um, what, what are the other problems that the Jewish people face nowadays? Though? We also heard about, okay, many young people, or, or maybe you don't have that many young people anymore that are interested in the culture, with you being maybe an exception. What, what are the other problems? Um, no, I I wouldn't say that. Uh, so first of all, very good question because uh, I um, I like it if um, 
in the context of Judaism, in the context of uh, me being a Jew interviewed, we don't talk only about anti-Semitism because it is a topic which occurs really often. And I think also mm. for the listeners, it may be interesting to talk about other stuff. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, very good question. Um, for what you said about the young people, no, I, I, it is, so what I know about the, the Jewish community in Germany, it is really um, like uh, the, the other way around. So the, the, the young people are interested more and more in um, like mm -hmm. Judaism because, um, yeah, there are many factors because, um, first of all, um, in Germany, we, we can um, like live out our culture relatively fr freely. So we are not like persecuted for it. We are not, um, we have the same rights as everyone, as every citizen does. Um, not like, um, yeah, in other countries nowadays, in Arabic countries or in the Soviet Union, which is a great advantage for developing like a cultural identity. And also the, yeah, sadly the rising anti-Semitism which is also a factor that more and more people are coming to, to searching for like a safe place where, where, where they can like safely be and safely um, socialize with other people without the fear of uh, like being, being a target for antisemitism. Um, yes, but what are the problems? So the, the problems are, yes, the biggest problem is antisemitism, but we talked about that. The other problems um, are like, um, so if we don't take only Germany, but, but the, the whole Jewish world. Um, so I, d I don't know what the, if it is a problem. So more religious people consider it a problem that um, um, with the establishment of Israel, we have like... Um, like uh, there, the 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 rate of religious people goes down because because and also the like the the celebration of our own culture of our own like um, like the the awareness that we are Jews goes down because in Israel it is like normal that you are Jew it is it is like nothing special about it it's like mm -hmm. being 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 German in Germany is not something special and I mean. <laughs> most Germans are not like celebrating their culture and thinking it's very cool. At least I, I didn't see anyone. <laughs> that also might be perceived <laughs> quite weirdly given the backstory. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but <laughs> not also in Germany. I mean, also in, in like, yeah, but I, yeah. in, in like Russia In Russia. Okay. Many people are like patriotic, but they don't think like, okay, it's very cool to have the Russian culture. No, there isn't such a thing. Um, yeah, and by many religious people, it is seen as a problem that this mm -hmm. happens. In my opinion, it is not a problem. In my opinion, it is a, a good tendency because we are like normalizing as a people. We are getting normal, and because we were not normal for two thousand years, which is uh, which is very very good. Um, yeah, what what are also problems? Uh, yeah, there is a big problem uh, involving also me because. Because in, in Judaism... <laughs> You're a big problem. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how you yeah, look like. Yeah, for, for, for many, for many, like, uh, for many, for ma many religious, also Jews, um, like, mm. people like me are a big problem because um, in their eyes, I am not Jewish. Why? Because mm. um, 
my mother is not Jewish. In in Jewish in Judaism, we have a, a matrilineal matrilinear dis- descendancy. So um, that's interesting, man. Yeah, that that is uh, very different to the most other cultures in the world. Um, but it it counts if your mother is Jewish or not. And if your mother is not Jewish, then you are per definition not a Jew um, in the religious sense of the world. So in the mm-hmm. it's it is. It is interesting that this law is not really written anywhere in the in the old like Bible or something, because in the Bible it was the other way around. In the Bible, the it was a patrilinear descendancy, but um, the when right, you mean the Bible or the Torah? Yeah, the Torah, which is the the Old Testament of the Bible. It's basically the same. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but in but the the rabbis when when the Jews were expelled. They they um they needed a method to like preserve the Jewish people and the the simplest method is that um that the mother counts because because the mother is was always the one who who like cares about the children while the, while the father is working so the the children were raised in the culture of the mother so that's why this rule like um, applies. Um, nowadays, yeah, it is hard to say if it's really actually uh, like for our time if it is really necessary because I mean, also also women are working nowadays and there are also many um, like families where the father is is the one who cares about the children. Um, but um, but okay for the for the re- for the religion it is it is easy to accept and there are few people who say like. Um, the religious custom should be like changed because it's pointless because re- religion is not something you can understand rationally. It's just yeah, it's there or it's not there. But in terms of um, being part of the society of the of the Jewish communities, so there are organized Jewish communities in Germany, and I can't be part of those communities because my mother is not Jewish. Because the the they are ruled not only in Germany but also in the in the majority of the countries in the world by an orthodox like by an orthodox um, yeah by by orthodox people who so the communities are orthodox communities and therefore um, you can't be um, part of it if you are not Jewish by 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 the halacha which is, which is the Jewish right. And yeah, that's also a point I criticize because I mean I have no problem if if at a um, like um, at a, if at a prayer I can't do certain things because okay it's just religion I have no problem with that but that I can't be part of the of the like non-religious culture is in my eyes not not very not very um, clear why why yeah mm-hmm. right. All right. Hmm. That was interesting. I did not know about matriarchalinity or whatever you call it. Yeah. <laughs> matrilinear, um, like matrilinear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Interesting. Well, actually, let's just because as you talked, I, I was thinking, um, in general, religions don't have don't have a tendency to adapt to modern society 
And as you we were talking, I was thinking, do you feel like um, the Jewish religion specifically is generally open to, um, to, let's say, the modern evolution and to change the perspectives on certain things? Because um, to make it more concrete, let's say, for example, in most Christian um, belief systems, being gay or being non-binary is a sin, right? And slowly but surely that is starting to change, or at least in some communities that is starting to become more acceptable. Do you feel like the Jewish religion is as open or even more open towards those modern changes than other religions? Um, I think it depends on what those changes are, so what, what the issues are it, it has to change on. So, um, for example, if you take um, homosexuality, the so the majority of um, like the official um, I don't know rabbinates in Israel, the official um, like Jewish communities in Germany, nobody would say that that it is something bad because I mean, for 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 the Jews, like being discriminated has uh, like the we were discriminated for two thousand years. So we don't want to um, like um, um, discriminate anyone else. So that is um, not not even not a question in Judaism. But um, but uh, yeah. Also, so there there are like very um, uh, like uh, how do you say strong religious rabbis which think that is not. That it's not uh, good for you uh, to be like gay or lesbian, but uh, I mean the minority. So, yeah. But um, I would say, but the the other things, the other things like, um, for example, what what I mentioned about the patrilineal Jews, about something like that. Judaism is very unflexible, because um, even even though um, Judaism has a big culture of discussions, so. Like in, in Christianity and in Islam, it's not like that because in Christianity and Islam, it's like, um, oh, my, um, I don't know, how, how do you call them? Um, um, pastor or something like that. The, the, the religious the authority. Yeah. The priests. Yeah. Yeah. The priest, the priest, yeah. The priest, yeah. The, the priest said so and we're we going to do this. This is, this is how Christianity worked for many, many hundred years. Um, in Judaism, it's not like that. In Judaism is a culture of discussion. So even if you open like a Talmud, Talmud is like the commentaries on the Torah. So how, it's like a book where where is written how how you should understand the Torah for everyday life, like something like that. Even if you open it, you see like a very many many um, things written above the text or under the text, which were like rabbis which um, which thought no it's it's not right what what's written there i see it like differently and i add my commentary <laughs> and those commentaries and are getting more and more and even now um jews are producing religious books which are like incorporated in the religion from different like opinions of rabbis of, uh, of people yeah it's very nice i think but but there are certain um yeah, but there are certain things that are very hard to change, like um, like the the 
religious right of the wom of women of women because um i mean the the women from from the from the perspective of uh, daily life of uh, like how um yeah so how how you should behave in life and are you go should should the women work and so that's that's even not a question because in judaism in judaism there isn't such distinction um between men and women it's like more or less the same it's But, more about saturday right <laughs> yeah yeah it's more it's more about uh, that was just a joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's more it's more about um it's more about what what should a woman do like in religious in the in the synagogue should a woman uh, be allowed to like um yeah to do some religious things like uh wearing a talit which is like a prayer shawl and yeah mm. something like that and there are also protests going on because for for religious people it is it may sound it may sound like weird why is that important but for religious uh people it is very important and yeah the orthodox judaism is in that sense not very flexible yeah. right there are It's, also you told me there are also certain parts um during oh man how during the jewish mess you could say um where you need 10 men to be present otherwise it's left out yeah yeah of course so of course historically like men have an importance because yeah because um i mean the yeah from from the standpoint of the religion like bands are more valuable which which is of course uh not not really um like um practically it is not the case nowadays in judaism so no, nobody mm -hmm. thinks like uh yeah men so we don't have the problem which islam has for for example yeah. that in this islam and islamic countries women are really have really few rights like in in judaism it is it is not the case just yeah. mm -hmm. right. well actually let's get back to to the point of you're not really considered a Jew unless your mother's Jew or Jewish. Um, I found it interesting because you said that the Jewish culture is a culture of discussion and where it's very important to discuss different perspectives of a problem. Do you feel like with the issue of you're not a Jew unless your mother's Jewish, do you feel like there is a discussion going on in the Jewish community and do you feel like there's some progress made Or is it just something that's set in stone and that everyone kind of accepts and yeah, just deals with it? Um, I would I would say there is a discussion um, because uh, especially in Germany because um, so for example, if you take um, Russia, I mean the the most Jews in Germany, like ninety or even more percent of the Jews in Germany are from Russia originally. Um, if you take Russia. There it is not an issue. Like I, I spoke to Jews living in Russia, and they said, "Like, uh, what the fuck? It's uh, it's very weird what you're saying. Why why are you not considered a Jew just because your mother isn't Jewish in Russia? Because in Russia, um, most people are like me. So most people have have like um, one parent which is Jewish, one parent which is not Jewish. It, it's like normal. In Germany, uh, it was not the case because." Um, Uh, the the like the 
there, there is an organization called the Central um, Committee of uh, Jews in Germany, and the uh, the leaders of those organizations organization are still the like the the old German Jews, so to say, which were here um, before the the Russians arrived. And um, but the the half of the Russian like people who arrived here by Jewish immigration um, had um, yeah were were in the same situation as I am, so had just a father who is Jewish, like half half of the people, and there were there were like uh, many of them wanted to create a new Jewish life here in Germany to establish like communities, synagogues, and um, cultural centers, but they were not given the opportunity by this uh, central um, committee. And yeah, that's very a uh, big point, which is criticized nowadays by many Jews. And yes, I definitely think there's a discussion going on here. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how realistic would you rate it from zero to 10 that that perspective we talked about is going to change in the next, let's say, a hundred years. Oh, um, <laughs> well, I think. Uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I think hundred years it's worth to talk about it because if you if you mm -hmm. say twenty years, I would say like zero or one because it's all happening yeah, well, really slowly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but hundred years, okay, I would say uh, really. Maybe five to seven, something in that range, because <laughs> <laughs> so six. <laughs> no, uh, All right. No, because because it's uh, it's not very um, it's not very clear to me. Um, mm. It's yeah, it, of course it could happen, but but you have like different um, um, yeah different um, issues playing a role here. So for example, if if the if the central uh, committee accepts the so-called father Jews, then there would be like a reaction from the Israeli rabbinate, which would not find it good. And if if it doesn't, then then yeah, there would be like they they are getting more and more father Jews uh, here in Germany because I mean not not everyone marries Jews, uh, not everyone marries Jewish. And um, yeah, so there are different uh, like uh, factors in this whole uh, yeah, changing. And yeah, but I think over a long period, it, 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 there's really a probability that it could change. Yes. Hmm. Nice. Okay, man, let's, let's get a bit more personal now, I think. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> personal in the sense of not talking about the Jewish people as a whole, but more about you and your position. Um, in your in your friend group, how 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 is your religion uh, or how how is your belief uh, perceived? Are you struck with criticism wherever you go, or are people just chill? In, in, how in how my, do you? In my friend group, no, because if someone criticizes me for being Jewish, he's not my friend. Per <laughs> <So laughs> definition, well, he's no. Well, he's totally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Or the people you interact with in let's say, everyday life. Um, like, not the very radical uh, right-wing Germans you meet in the streets sometimes, yeah. but, um, like in your everyday life. Oh, I mean, in my everyday life, everybody's uh, quite normal about it because, I mean, 
Yeah, because I mean, I'm studical ex- at the excellent technical university of Munich, and yeah. the, the people <laughs> are, I think, not very anti-Semitic or racist or stuff like that. At least mm. I didn't met any, I didn't meet anyone. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. So it is very normal in my everyday life. Yes, of course. If if I meet someone and tell them, yeah, I'm Jewish, then of course they're like questions. Um, Oh, like what is about anti-Semitism? But I mean, um, there, there are yes, I know that there are many Jews in Germany who are like um, very annoyed of these questions and don't don't think that no, it's yeah, right yeah. to answer it. But but I, I don't see it like that because I'm always happy to like um, to like present my culture because I think that by presenting my culture, presenting that. Yeah, I have a different culture, but I'm still like a normal person like you. The people see like the Jews are uh, a normal religion, a normal people, and I'm doing something against anti-Semitism. So, yeah, it's very, very normal. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. Okay, you, you mentioned that some people uh, are annoyed if they're asked about anti-Semitism. Um, that brings up the question, man. Is there something you'd wish... Or maybe also your friend group or you'd wish uh, your everyday people you're interacting with to do more or to do less of when it comes to maybe talking about your religion <laughs> that's a you, difficult question you, you yeah, want, yeah, yeah you want a personal advice from me <laughs> <laughs> well maybe partly i don't know <laughs> um, but no in general okay, i also um, consider it an interesting question is there something you're very annoyed of or yes there is something yeah. i'm very annoyed of if uh, people are like um not 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 i'm not talking to you Elias. i'm talking like about <laughs> about people well you can also talk, criticize me please go ahead no no for, for you i don't have nothing to criticize you are very, very no, I, i'm i'm perfect <laughs> you have, you yeah. have now the, the kosher certificate <laughs> 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 that is the right. thing you hand out very nice uh, i mean no but um, we are all excellent at the technical university of, of munich course, right of course. <laughs> um right. no i mean um i mean like people i meet for the first time or meet people i i don't know like very good they're like very um like I don't know how to say it. Especially Germans are very shy, are very afraid of asking me stuff, are very like trying not to mention not to mention about something about Judaism. Um which is like very weird. I mean I understand where it comes from. It comes from the history of Germany and that Germans were were raised like uh, okay, my I don't know, grandfather killed the Jews and stuff like that, but I mean, it's it's not you that killed the Jews. So, like, ask me anything you want, and don't don't be afraid to ask. And that's so- sometimes really weird. But, but yeah. To be honest, man, I can I can completely relate to that because the whole podcast episode, I try to. It it also has to do with that we are like on public right now, and people um, in the internet usually take everything against you. But it also. It also has to do with the aspect that I really don't want to offend you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and of course. But given the history, um, I think uh, I, I I feel like I have to be extra careful about it, and that makes it a bit difficult. But no, I mean, yeah. no, I mean, I mean, um, you you are doing better than than most Germans because I mean, <laughs> you are, <laughs> you are um, you are like. Uh, 
making sometimes jokes about uh, me being Jewish or stuff like that, which which is funny, which is uh, perfect. Yeah. I, I, it's really funny. That it's really good you make it. <laughs> that can be understood completely wrong right now, right? <laughs> no, um, no, it is not 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 like not like uh, what you call in German Jew jokes, which which are not funny, which I don't also also don't like, like Jew, like jokes about the concentration camps or, st or stuff like that. This is not funny. Yeah. And a person Thanks for which, clarifying that. <laughs> yeah, and a person which which says like uh, jokes about concentration camp, I would also say him, hey, that's not funny. Like um, there were many people killed, and for for our for the Jewish people, it, it's very uh, like um, sensitive story. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, but like uh, other jokes about like uh, <laughs> Jews like money or so, stuff like that, it's perfectly okay. <laughs> if if I see if I see that that people. Um, uh don't uh don't um say that serious it, it is perfectly okay so um yeah okay so again related to that i have a question do you and again that's just i, I just want to have a personal anecdote of yours have you ever had a situation where you know you were mentioning that you're jewish and all of that And someone, by mistake, said something really insensitive, something that's just, let's say, a no-go for you, something that you you feel like is just terrible to tell to a Jewish person, even if it wasn't meant like as a, how would you, how would you say that, as an insult? Hmm, I don't know. Um, I would say... No, with exception of the the situations I had in school, of course, because there were like people who were um, who were just shouting, uh, "Yes, uh, he's a Jew. Look, uh, um, good that I'm not like him or stuff like that." Of course, that is not funny and it's a no go. But um, but it's not really uh, by mistake. They knew exactly what they're yeah. doing. Um, And by mistake, no, I wouldn't say because um, because either either a person um, so especially in Germany either a person person wants to hurt you um, or or he's like trying to to um, have a like a good conversation with you to have a good connection to you then he will rather um, say less than he actually wants to say than say say like more. Um, yeah, so no, it's right. not really happened. Okay, hmm. man. But what I also still wonder about this question is directed at you now, Yasin. How how do you feel about that thing? Can you talk freely? Can man, what is wrong today? Can you talk freely now, or are you also kind of trying to filter a bit, <laughs> trying to trying to mm. not offend anyone out there? Well. <sighs> I don't know. I, I think there's certain an aspect in me that's like, okay, I have to be a bit careful here. But I think it's I mean, honestly... You also have I, the other backstory of being like Romanian partly, right? So sure. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yes. You know, the thing is, again, I think the part of me that's kind of being a little more careful in this discussion, um, it comes rather from, as you said, from the fact that this is public. And people are going to mm. listen to it, you know, and people are going to judge you for every word you say and use and everything that might be interpreted differently, you know. Um, I think that's the main aspect of it. But generally, I think, especially in 
this setting where we've set out to discuss aspects of Jewish culture, to ask maybe provocative questions, to just get a different insight. Um, I kind of rely on the person in this case, Dennis, to tell us if something's not fine with him, if he's not comfortable with a question. <laughs> and I think I'm not really, let's say, I'm not really holding back there. If I if I can if I can see that yeah, he's fine with is, the question, which is very good because because if I'm not fine with the question, I will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. But how is it for you? I feel like you are a little, a little more, um, a little more sc not scared maybe, but a little more careful here. Elias. Yeah, yeah. As I as I said a few minutes ago, I'm, I try to be more careful, but we'll we'll see where this goes. What <laughs> you you don't have? <laughs> yeah. Ask me anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay what's your what's your um how is it called credit card uh pin <laughs> 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 and where is your credit card right now <laughs> yeah, well okay actually i think i think we're at a point where we've exhausted kind of the questions we've prepared so i think yeah. now now might be a good point to just ask random questions because i have a lot of oh, random I also questions. i actually was asking random questions uh, more or um, less since half an hour but all right <laughs> really? yeah, yeah i think we've made some we've prepared some questions before but whatever um i know man i, I had a question now that i talked about it i forgot <laughs> yeah, that's that's I also have, I, if, if you don't come up with it right now oh also yeah, maybe dennis you can ask us questions if yeah exactly actually it was like an interview we're yeah. just bombarding yeah, yeah. you with questions so, go ahead and ask yeah, us yeah what, what i wanted to ask is i mean your podcast is like about productivity how this episode fits yeah. in it man well good well question. actually this podcast is about everything that interests us and okay. everything yeah. that kind of leads to us becoming better version of ourselves, let's say. And I think learning about different cultures and learning from people from different backgrounds is definitely a part of it. Yeah. And yeah. something that we haven't done enough yet. Yeah. So it definitely okay, very fits. Cool. Yeah. I, I also think um, about our podcast a bit in the way of, man, we want to, sh we want to share what, what moves us, what interests us, what we learn of. Um, we want to share what what is maybe also valuable to other people that we consider as valuable. And I think that's a perfectly good example of it. Um, having conversations with someone of uh, some uh, interesting culture, cultural background. Yeah. yeah yes. Nice. <laughs> I just remembered my question. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So Dennis, if you could change one thing about either Jewish culture, Jewish religion, how Jews are perceived, whatever it is, if you could change just one thing permanently, what would you change? Um, <laughs> yeah, those this, are the spotlight uh, questions. Yeah, but I think it is uh, very easy to answer because I would just remove anti-Semitism because mm, uh, right. yeah, because it's it's the biggest problem we have. It's the biggest problem we had. Yeah. We had like for long and yeah. Okay. Nice. Or not so nice, depending on how you see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, man, it, it, it drifts off into an interview thing again here right now, but <laughs> I wonder, man, um, do you see, do you see a future for yourself in Germany right now? Not, um, not, um, 
specifically uh, connected to anti-Semitism or whatever right now. It can also be like Personal. personally seen like as a physicist or whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, there are of course different factors as always. Um, but I would say yes, I, I can imagine that, that I would live uh, in Germany like for, for longer because um, I mean, I was raised here. I know like the... I know Germany, I know how everything is working here and I um, I'm doing also very well here I would say and um, Germany has great opportunities for for work as a physicist also so why not um, in the case of um, of the, the Jewish people um, yeah um, it's difficult because um, because uh, anti-Semitism is rising in the recent years and it's like rising very, very fast, I would say. And the situation mm -hmm. is getting worse with every year that passes. And um, yeah, we're seeing right-wing parties on the rise. No, yeah. the, the right-wing parties are not a big pro as big problem. Mm -hmm. as, uh, because right-wing anti-Semites are, are just... Uh, uh, crazy in the head and uh, the, the <laughs> yeah but <laughs> yeah but 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 yeah. writing anti-semitism they're they're really just crazy in the head and they're they're not getting uh like more they're they're it remains like the same you know um the the main problem which we have now is that uh the the, the muslim communities are radicalizing very much mm -hmm. And also that the, there is also uh, anti-Semitism from the left, from the left-wing parties, which is, uh, I think, way more dangerous because, okay, the right-wing parties, yes, of course, of course, there is anti-Semitism, but it is very brutal anti-Semitism. It is like they're, they're shouting, like, kill the Jews or stuff like that. And nobody who, who is like... Um, like uh, yeah, has has a normal mind would accept this. Who, but, who is sane? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> who but, is sane? Yeah. Yeah. Who is sane? Yes. Right. But uh, but the left wing antisemitism is like more, more. Mm, how do you say? Subtle. It's very um, subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, because because they they're not saying we we want to like uh, do something against the Jews. They're like oh we would would do something against the international finance imperialism or something like that. And you hear it in politics, especially from the party Die Linke or like also also from, from the party of the, the Greens, but not only, also at the CDU, also in other parties, SPDU, you hear it often. And, um, and it, is, it is rising. And it's, it is for, for many Jews, so... Um, most most of the most of the Jewish people here in Germany, also from my friends that I know, um, are like are not saying like okay we want to to leave Germany, but they are saying okay maybe we have to like construct start to constructing a plan B. If something goes wrong here, then we can leave. Yeah, and I think of course it is worth to have a plan B for this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And what what do you mean with this with this uh, subtleness? What, what, how does it manifest itself? I, I think I didn't quite get that. Um, because 
the so the the dangerous thing about it is that um, people people are rather would accept this kind of anti-Semitism because because yeah yeah I, I got yeah. that I yeah. just uh, wondered or maybe the, the question is what are examples of this uh, okay, subtle examples uh, are um, the the so so called anti-Zionism so like demonizing Israel uh -huh. oh, yeah, for yeah. for things and then making the Jews here or like Jews in general responsible for actions the Israeli government does and this mm -hmm. is happening very often sadly um, and also like using um, old stereotypes about like um, yeah about like mainly finance stuff and stuff of like um, I don't know the the Jews which which are controlling everything um, narratives like that um, but in a different context but it, it is also anti-Semitism. Those, those narratives are actually still used? That kind of surprises me. Man. <laughs> yeah, they are still used. Of course, well, the, yeah. the, the, even uh, there, there was a politician, I don't remember the name. It's, uh, it was a woman from, from the, the leftist party of Germany. And, mm -hmm. he, he, uh, and she said that, um, uh, um, uh, that, that the... Um, so Israel is like blocking the Gaza Strip, and it is very bad mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then, and then she said that um, also Israel is like uh, poisoning the um, the um, Mediterranean Mediterranean Sea, so the the people in Gaza suffer, which is the narrative of like Jews poisoning the what is Brunnen in English? Well, the 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 wells. In, uh, which is a narrative from the um, epidemia of the, yeah, you know, pest. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Black, I can't speak English. The, the plague. <laughs> yeah, the, of the, yeah, from the Bla epidemia. Yeah, of the, of the Black Death, where Jews were accused of it that they were poisoning the, mm. the wells in, 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 in the Middle Ages. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> wow. Okay. 21st century, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I also... Um, relating to that, man, I also was quite shocked. You told me, or, or basically, what um, Jewish religious um, clothes you have this keeper, right? Or how, well, that's, that's the name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And and you told me you were astonished of uh, someone wearing a keeper in public in Munich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was man. so shocked that that. Yeah. I mean, you can get a bit more into that, but I was shocked that you still have to worry nowadays to wear such a thing um, in Munich yes, in yes, public. Yes. 21st century, man, it's like yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes, but it's the case. So yeah, that's <laughs> a <so>, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. I would suggest because we're already like one and a half hours in almost. Yeah. Do you have any questions <laughs> for us? <laughs> because this has been quite an interview and you've, you've yes, given us course, a of lot course. of value, a lot of information, but yeah. you have some questions. Yeah, but um, the, thing, the thing is, um, so I don't know how your podcast is uh, exactly structured. Um, yeah. like, Who cares, man? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but I think in this, in this sense, an interview maybe wasn't so bad because, I mean, you, mm -hmm. I think that you could not 
uh, say very much about like Jewish Jewish life in Europe and yeah, yeah. this this is a very specific thematic mm. and so mm. yeah so, so I, I guess was... on another podcast we can have you back <laughs> uh, um, on another episode where we talk about something where we can also contribute more yeah we can talk <laughs> about theoretical physics it's also very oh, yeah okay. yeah Please, exactly no. <laughs> well we already had kind of an episode with that uh, where I interviewed Thomas <laughs> and that like. He's, he's part of the, our friend group, like Dennis, me, Thomas. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I interviewed him a few episodes back, or one episode back, I don't know, <laughs> two. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know, that would be too nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's but, not uh, for everyone of, of the audience. No. Yeah, man, but another... An, Last question, I think, and then we can also wrap up, man. <laughs> okay, uh, but, 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 but unless have you have a question right now, no. But I have a condition for the last question that it's not about yes. anti-Semitism. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> because we want to end with something positive. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yes, I, I wanted to end with something positive. Um, I just noticed during the whole episode. Or as we just established, man, I think I don't know that much about your culture. And I could know more, right? So Yeah, of course you could know more, but it is not uh it is perfectly okay if you don't know much. So I mean you don't mm -hmm. you also don't know much about like the the I think the Arab culture. I don't know also I also don't know much about the Arab culture, which is okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so you don't see it as, as a problem. No, of course not. All right. Yeah. Well, perfect. <laughs> I, 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 I try to be interested in learning <laughs> something new every day. Yeah, right? but, but learning something new is definitely, definitely very good. Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. All right, man. Wow. Well, thanks so much for the last one and a half hours. Yeah, thank you, thank um, you for inviting me. It's always yeah. a pleasure. <laughs> Feel free to spontaneously promote your two books a bit more right uh, now. Yes, of course. <laughs> if you if you want to buy my books, they are very good books. And <laughs> <laughs> self promotion at its finest. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> no, I mean. But actually, as far as I know, even though he wrote them at fourteen and seventeen, and they are quite quite reflected, I guess. Yeah. So um, especially as the, far as I heard, for, for the the second book is is better. So if you want like to, for, for the second book is also about mainly the um, the things we discussed today. So if you were interested in this topic and you want to learn more, then you can like buy um, yes my book. It just uh, it costs nine euros. It's available everyone Amazon. Just Google it. Um, it's uh, published under the um, pseudonym. I don't know. Pseudonym. Yeah. Pseudonym. Uh, Philip Philip Müller. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's right. called Amisrael Chai. Yeah, you can just Google it, and then we will we will put it in the description, man. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we'll just yeah. put the link in there. Yeah. Little affiliate link, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> nah, just Stonks. kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Nice man. Very nice. Awesome. It was a pleasure having you here. And with, on that note, I guess that's it. Have a nice day, people. Leave a like if you liked it. Subscribe if you want to subscribe. And see you again next week. Bye bye. Bye.